The home video update is sponsored by you. Yes, you. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash home video update to join as a patron to unlock exclusive membership benefits. Thank you for supporting the home video update. Hey guys, it's Mike. It's just after half two in the afternoon on the 1st of December. So this is your advent calendar door, apparently, for, you know, the first day of Advent. Um, Yeah, so I'm back. Um, I wanted to wait a little bit um, for popping this podcast out because I was waiting on a few things to be delivered. And one of which did actually come yesterday. So I could actually sit down and watch it before I did the podcast. So I actually wanted to talk about it on the podcast as opposed to just like have it sitting here, if you see what I mean. I'd rather have it here so I can actually feedback on what my thoughts were on it and things like this. So getting into what we've been watching first, I say we because there's only me, of course. That's the raw we, I'm guessing. Um, What I just watched, what I was waiting for more than anything else was... um, Kevin Reynolds, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. This is the new Arrow release. Um, yeah, so people know I've been a bit more vocal now about Arrow and their quality or maybe lack of quality recently. Um, they're still very good, don't get me wrong, but they have some issues here and there. Um, and before this turned up, I was looking at Caps on Capsaholic. And yeah... There's some interesting stuff where there's some macro blocking going on in some of the dark scenes. It's a very dark movie. It always has been very dark, very lit by flames and firelight and things like that. And yeah, so there's obviously something going on there um, with the way it looks. And um, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, There is some bits going on. It's not the best encode they've ever made, which is... You know, they are pretty much the the best ad encoding. So it's kind of a shame that it's not like absolutely perfect, but I'll forgive a lot. But it's still very, very good. Don't get me wrong. Um, um, there's no real issues with it. It's got a bombastic sounding, what it sounds like is a Laserdisc um, 2.0 track, which is what I listen to. I listen to the extended version. Um, I was going to watch the theatrical. I'm a bit big person for theatrical only. However, if the director was interfered with, I'd rather watch the um, extended director's version. This isn't credited to Kevin Reynolds. It's an extended version made for home video. 
it has most of the stuff put back in that apparently Kevin Costner cut out and the producers. Um, basically because he felt he was being upstaged by Alan Rickman. Um, I think it's a better version of the movie. I should have really watched the theatrical because it's theatrical sound mix and I wanted to hear that. It's only just, you know, after I finished watching it, I thought about that. Um, I like that film. I've always liked that film. I saw it in 1991 in the cinema with my nan and my brother. I think it's great fun. I think it's well made. Um, yeah, all right, the American accent's a bit stupid, but Sean Connery's got a Scottish accent as King Richard, so no one cares about that because he's only in it for two minutes. Um, it is a good-looking disc. It's got a lot of extras. I like the art. I went for the standard um, release, not the steelbook, because I liked Paul Shipper's art better, and so much I've actually framed it. Um, yeah, genuinely, genuinely a good release from Arrow. I want to dig into the extras. Yawning as I haven't yawned all day, and here we go, straight on, I'm on. Yeah, it's it's good. It's a good disc. I would recommend it. It's definitely worth buying. Um, since the last podcast, I rewatched The Batman. Um, I'm pretty sure I didn't talk about it last time. Um, if I did, I do apologise. I still think it works, so I'll go over it just very quickly. I still think it works. I still think it's fantastic. Um, it is an amazingly well-made film. It is insane. I mean, just listen to Robin Hood then, I'd have turned it down so much. Um because it is really bombastic across the front soundstage, I say the 2.0 track. Um, I think it sounds amazing, that track. And the Batman I turned on so many times, especially during the Batmobile chase. It is so fucking loud. It is insanely bombastic. And that's great because it's not neutered, it's not near filled. It sounds like a Cinemabix that was originally on there in Atmos. It did sound great. Next, um, I wanted a bit of a kick because. Um, Banshees of Innocence is probably my favourite film of the year so far. Um, and being a big fan of... Um, oh, God, what's his name? McDonough. Um, the guy who directed it. Uh, Martin McDonough. Um, yeah, so big fan of him. But his brother, John Michael McDonough... Um, I haven't seen any of his films, so I went on a bit of a spree. So I watched The Guard and I watched War on Everyone, and they're brilliant. They're very much like his brother. I mean, I watched those two because they're lighter ones. Obviously, did um, is it Chivalry, um, which is a little bit, um, you know, down, and same as The Forgiven and things like that. And I don't really want anything really depressing. I wanted something a bit more fun. And it's definitely fun. Oh, The Guard is very much like. Irish sort of culture clashy in bougie sort of thing. War and Everyone is just insane. Um, it feels like something that, you know, David Ayer tried to make with um, Street Kings and Training Day and things like that, where it's very not PC because cops, you know, aren't very PC. Um, however, it's done more tongue-in-cheek and a bit more fun. Um, I'd recommend both of them. I think they're great fun. I watched War and Everyone on Blu-ray and The Guard was on Netflix. Um, then I watched Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Very slight, um, but very fun. It's 41 minutes long, clips are long. It's obviously got a lower budget than the movies, but no issue with that. It's fun and nice and light for what it is. I recommend it. I think it's, it's decent. Um, it's quite funny. It's quite sweet. It's quite light. Um... No spoilers here because it's just coming out. There's no real big things in it. Obviously, it leads into some stuff that will be in Guardians 3, but 
it's just a fun little Christmas thing that was on um, Disney Plus. I finished the Maze Runner trilogy with the Death Cure. I like this series. I said it before. Um, I think it's more grown up than people give it credit for. It's got some really good action, especially in the beginning of this one, which put um, Dan O'Brien in hospital for, and they made put the movie back for like a year because he had to recuperate from it. Um, that's insane, you know. That there's, I mean, they shouldn't have any hurt anyone hurt on set ever, but it's insane that. So that happened in like a Maze Runner thing with a star as well, who went underneath a car when trying to climb out of it and board a train. They had to go back to Weta and um, digitize it. I mean, the special effects are really good in this series, um, like really well made. It's it's genuinely a likable set of films that I think a lot of people wrote off as young adult tosh, and they are to an extent. There is a little bit about oh. Which girls are you going to end up with? Who's he going to go with? What's going to happen? Ooh. It's not really about that, though. There is some of that, but it's not about that. Um, watched on 4K Blu-ray um, with the Atmos soundtrack. So anyone with the Atmos soundtrack, the rest of them were in Fox, were just doing 7.1, which sounds perfectly fine. It's not the original mix, but it sounds perfectly good. Um, then I watched um, Wednesday. I've so far watched episode one and two of Wednesday um that's on netflix it's okay um feels slight and light i think it's worth watching for jenny ortega alone i think she's fantastic and i can't remember the other girl's name who who is her house her flatmate oh housemate roommate emma myers she's fantastic i think they're brilliant um it's basically like a way darker r-rated harry potter um it says tv 14 but there's a lot more blood and gore than maybe i was expecting um not a bad thing it's a good thing and i think it's genuinely fun um it doesn't feel that tim burtony but i don't know what tim burton is anymore after the like dumbo and all this stuff he's not really the tim burton i grew up with um i'm gonna carry on watching it um hasn't really grabbed me fully like something like Andor did um but i will keep watching it because i did enjoy it um i watched star trek into darkness because i watched star trek um, 2009 the other day so i thought well maybe if i watch star trek into darkness I might as well carry on um still looks like shit on 4k because of the encoding paramount we've said it before they are the worst they are terrible um it blocks up like mad but the imax scenes are gorgeous and there's so much imax in it it's it's a shame there isn't a better version it's a shame they haven't re-released it with like a remaster or something because the imax on oh god the imax scenes are so beautiful that 70 millimeter stuff they shot for it is gorgeous um begrudgingly watch it on that because it's the only way to watch it i will watch beyond um probably saturday night it's probably my main go-to thing um then after the sad passing of albert pune um i watched nemesis not sure that i've ever seen nemesis i think i have but i don't remember it um or i remember bits of it or i saw bits of it on tv or on vhs rental or something it's do you know what it's one of these films and i'll say the same about um the other film i watched of his where the soundtrack's probably the worst thing about it and it's so overbearing that it seems so low budget because of it because the action's actually quite good in nemesis it just needs that toning down of the oh really really bad god almighty the really, really bad bombastic bum 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 but it's like the first season of like Doctor Who or like up to past tenant leaving, you know, it was like 
the music mix was too high and it was too bad. If it had more subtle, more energetic, more grown-up, quote-unquote, music, it would actually work a lot better. I don't think it seemed less as a um, a B-movie. And I get the whole thing of, like, wigs and stuff, but he's got a different haircut in every scene. It's so distracting. It's like it's flashback, flash forward. Oh, no, it's a different wig. It's so weird. Um, I liked it. It's fun. Um, and then I watched Cyborg. I actually went after he died. I was going to watch... I've had a downloaded version of the normal film and Stringer for um, Stringer for a very long time, and I never watched them. Um, I watched Cyborg, obviously, a billion times on VHS. Um, I don't think I owned it on DVD. I might have done it. I think I've got it on DVD. Um, because, you know, it's fun, Cyborg. It's great fun. So I went out because HW doing... Carl Wright 9 for the 88's film version. Um, and I went to my HMV and they had the limited edition version, which came with the postcards, the poster, the metallic slipcase, and they're individually numbered for £2 more. And they're meant to be an out of print ages ago. So I thought, well, I'll have that. And it's a gorgeous looking disc. The master is very good. Um, it's obviously a newer MGM master. I don't know if it's the same as the one that Shout released, because Shout are crap. Um, but it's well encoded. It looks nice. It sounds nice. It's got original 2.0 soundtrack and it's cyborg you know i want to see stringer stringer even i want to see the like the proper uncut version of it um i know it's mostly vhs and it looks like shit so i don't know how much i'll be able to cope with that but i am tempted to give it a try then i streamed the 4k version of willow on disney plus i have the blu-ray in the steelbook the very ugly steelbook should have used juice juice and art but they didn't um but um, I watched the 4K version, and do you know what? It's a newer master. It looks really good. I know some people have talked about Disney Plus and their upscales, and, oh, this isn't true 4K or whatever else in some of their movies. Um, but it's genuinely gorgeous. I hope that means we get a 4K disc, because they do put out stuff when there's a 4K master. Because now they've done Enchanted. I'd love that double pack with that and Disenchanted. That'd be amazing. Um, I was going to watch Disenchanted this week, but I haven't got around to watching Enchanted again. Um, so I watched Willow, still holds up, still great. The James Horner score, James Horner is a god, was a god. He was my one of my favourites. Um, everything he did, I know idiots out there say, oh, he uses all his score. Well, I literally just watched Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and there's so much diehard in that Michael Kamen score, it's unbelievable. So everyone reuses their things. They have their themes, they have their style. John Williams does, you know, they all reuse their own stuff. Hans Zimmer doesn't because he doesn't write his own stuff, so he uses whatever he steals. Um, then I watched um, the first episode of the TV show, and I really liked it. I think it's very good looking. I think it's well directed. I think it's well written. I think it's fun. I think um, is it James Newton Howard who did the. It's one of the three named direct, um, music musicians. James Newton Howard, yeah. Um, I think he did his own thing at the same time as doing um, James Horner. Um, some James Horner's um like themes are thrown through there uh i actually think he's really underrated him and harry gregson williams are very underrated they get used for like the big budget stuff every now and again um but not enough um because he did work he was a zimmer boy really um off and on um but he did a lot of really really good stuff and he should be better known for it because I think Zimmer took, you know, most of the plaudits and stuff on some of the stuff he did. Um, but it's a shame because 
he does really good work. And yeah, sure, he is riffing on James Horner quite a bit here, but why does that matter? You know, it doesn't matter because he does really good work and it sounds good. I mean, his score on What World is fantastic, for example. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a shame, really, that you know, we don't have um, James Horner around to be able to do this and. I'd be more excited to go see the Avatar sequel if James Horner was still doing the score. Unfortunately, you know, that that's just not a thing anymore. Um, but it's, yeah, there's some really, really good stuff in it. Um, yeah, I think that... Um, yeah, I think that he... It's a shame that, you know we're kind of stuck with, you know, so many people do die over time, obviously, and then things go there. But it's like, I'd rather see James Horner's bombastic score coming out of, you know, a local IMAX in 3D when I'm going to see Avatar than I would, you know, with, I think Hans Zimmer is doing it, which, no thanks. Hans Zimmer riffing on James Horner. That sounds like the worst thing ever. Um, It just... It just sounds terrible in my head. Um, I'm going to carry on watching it. I know some woke people. Um, I see I'm, I'm flipping it on them because fuck those people. Um, some woke people out there are saying that, oh, it's disgusting that there's like this and that in Willow and you can't have modern themes in fantasy. Motherfuckers, fantasy has always been about modern themes. You know, all these things have always had like bits of modern themes weaved within them. That's how this stuff works. So cry about it but that's fine it's just stupid um i also bought some new stuff that i haven't got around to watching yet um today i just went and picked up something i said i'd probably never buy or buy when it got really 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 cheap is normally the thing um so when i bought um cyborg i was looking at the two for 30 and they had a lot of chart stuff in there which was great i was going to buy bullet train and something else but i decided to spend a bit less but I was trying to look for some... It's hard for me to get two of something because it's it's just really difficult. So in the end, I got two that I wanted but wasn't going to rush out of buy because it's only remixed audio. But I got Smoke and Aces, Joe Carnham film, and uh, National Lampoon's Animal House by Murderer John Landis um, on 4K, 2 for 24 and HMV, which I thought was a decent price, actually. Um, which I haven't watched yet. I will watch, but I had to watch Cyborg, obviously, because Outpoon died, and I wanted to, you know, see what was going on with a film I hadn't seen for a very, very, very long time. I also had a Laserdisc turn up for the first time in... I don't buy that many anymore. Every now and again, I'll get one that's exciting or something I need. I finally found a cheap copy of Enemy of the State, the Tony Scott film. It's the last Tony Scott film released on Laserdisc. Um... It sounds great. It looks shit. It's it's an old Edge Enhanced Master. It's the same one that's on the first DVD, which I actually thought re- really good in the day. But watching it back now, it doesn't hold up. The sound's great because it's just Dolby Digital. It sounds bombastic. It sounds like it should do. It's well mixed. Um, but it's not going to be my go-to thing. It's just to have it. I think I paid under £30, which for a very late release is very good because there's not many of those around. I think they really pushed it on DVD over anything else. I bought it on DVD rather than Laserdisc. And I was a staunch fuck DVD person like Kevin Smith back then. Um, today I went and picked up um, an order I got through probably the only Black Friday thing I actually picked up, which was the Back to the Future Ultimate Trilogy 
Um, I wasn't going to buy this. Um, too much DNR, only remixed audio, um, but it was 24 for all three. Um, and I think I got some more money off through some deal. Um, it was, I think it was just around 20-ish pounds delivered, which isn't bad for what you get. Um, I paid two for 24 for Animal House and Smoking Aces. This was three for under that. That's not bad. Um, yes, they've got issues. The only thing I've got to watch them on is I've got the DCP rip of the um, first one, HGTV versions of the second and third, and I somewhere have the Blu-ray set, even though I really can't watch those because they are really ugly looking. Um, so those are the ones I've bought. Um, I will be watching um, some bits and bobs here and there over the next coming days. Um, I'm still working quite a bit. Um I'm looking for another job. I've got one pretty much accepted already, which is great and hopefully better hours. Um, and I've got one that I really don't want to jinx and talk about now, but it's one that would be really, really good, um, which I've got an interview for tomorrow. So fingers crossed for that one. So watched quite a bit, bought a few bits and bobs. So we'll get on with the news. Um, announced day, we have The Man Who Fell to Earth from Studio Canal. It's a 4k release it doesn't say it's a new master or the master that was previously available um just that it's a 4k steelbook edition with some okay art on it it's fine i mean at least it won't be criterion um it's um yeah it's nice to have like a, a cheaper like normal version of it um i imagine it will be exactly this the same version that's you know that's the same master rather i mean we'll have to wait and see um i'm probably gonna pick it up i do like that movie it's weird but it's fine um Vestron video through lionsgate are releasing the dentist collection now these are films that i really can't remember seeing but remember bits of them vividly um i like brian yuzuna um and all the stuff he's done so i probably will pick him up I'll either pick them up or I'll just if I'm streaming somewhere just to be able to watch them again. Um, if they're cheap, I might buy them. Let's see how much they're going for. Seventeen ninety nine for two films. That's probably worth picking up in it, I think. Um, doesn't say anything about a new master. I imagine it would be because they haven't been on anything ever. Um, so it's it's definitely worth a watch, I think, um, and a cheap buy um film i've loved for a very long time that no one really cares about or talks about crimson rivers i did talk about it last time kino were releasing it we actually have a few specs we have a real commentary on matthew kasovitz um jean renault and vincent cassell investigation documentary making of a corpse featurette the chase storybook comparisons optional commentary avalanche multi-angle feature theatrical trailer french and english 5.1 which is brilliant i'm so glad both are on there Blu-ray reversible art, limited edition, slipcase, and optional subtitles. I will be buying this, like, 100%. I love this movie. I like Matthew Kasovitz. Um, I will 100% pick this up when I can find somewhere that's going to be selling it. Uh, probably WoW HD is where I get most of the Kino sort of stuff from. It's sort of easier to get. Um, now for disappointment. Um, Rob Cohen, um, whether he's cancelled or not, probably um but well there was some stuff about his daughter wasn't there and some other problems but yeah they're releasing Dragonheart in 4k i'm happy Dragonheart is coming out in 4k i'm not happy that shout releasing it hopefully this film 
feels like a film that Arrow would put out, like a Waterworld, like a, maybe The Frighteners, which hopefully my copy of The Frighteners is coming soon. It's literally in the post now. It's been posted. Um, and there's some scuttlebutt about um, the turbine, the only place it's going to release it for four years in 4K, which, hey, suits me. I paid a fortune for it, but at least I've got a, fuck, a copy of it coming, which is great. Um, the screenshots look amazing, so I'm happy about that. Um, so I'm hoping Arrow would put out Dragonheart and something like... Um, you know, something like that, because it feels like Robin Hood and stuff like that. The 90s stuff they put out to, you know, get the big sales in. Um, you know, one for them, one for us sort of thing where they do good stuff. But Paramount, Paramount, um, shout, I, I just don't trust them. I think they're crap. Um, I want this on a decent looking thing. I want a 4K remaster of it. I want, because it looks like crap on every other version. You can talk about the German version all you want. It's just the original um universal version without you know the crap put on it it's better sure but it's not good um mainly because it's got the gorgeous gorgeous um 5.1 mix especially when drago is flying around talking around the soundstage gorgeous sound mix on that film we have belly come from lionsgate i saw this when it first came out because i was big into hip-hop back then um and hope williams obviously directed the best music videos of the time and i can remember watching on vhs on rental i got it on dvd and you had the white um widescreen bars and hopefully it's got the white widescreen bars still because that was just such a cool idea um and it would kill lcds it would look so good with hdr with those white widescreen bars just killing the lcds i bet they'll be black um um but it'll be interesting to see what they do with it um because just imagine it blooming out with those white widescreen bars. Um, I don't know what my OLED would do with it. It'd be like, um, it'd be really, really weird to see. Um, but it'd be, it'd be kind of cool. Um, I just remember it's such a weird choice they made. Um, to like make it look different and strange and hype Williamsy, you know. Um, it was just a cool idea. I don't know if they do it. I don't know what they're going to do. I think it looked gorgeous. I think Hope Williams did a really good job um, making it look beautiful. I just don't think it's... I just think they're going to compromise on a certain things because it's just going to be a bit, you know, weird. Um, then we have another Kino release. We have Staying Alive, which is a really weird choice. I mean, I don't care what comes out um they've obviously got it for a reason it was obviously offered to them by paramount um maybe it was a case of hey if we offer you this you got to take this sort of a package or we're sending you a package let's do a syndication we're sending you a syndication package it's got this movie this movie this movie this movie staying alive's in this package if you want the italian job or whatever else you have to get staying alive which it's fine. It's, I don't hate it. It's just not very good. It's all right. It's got some moments. Um, Stallone doesn't know what he's doing as a director in it. Uh, his cameo's fun. Um, but there's, it's just wet and boring. I'd rather have something interesting. Like, if we talk a Paramount, why couldn't we have Clue or something like that? You know? Um, it's... I'm not sad it's coming out. I'm not sad anything's coming out in 4K. I mean, I'm not one of these people that gets really upset that oh this has come out instead of this because someone out there somewhere will buy it it's fine um arrow have announced their february releases um nothing for me 
which is fine. Um, not to say I don't like these films, um, just nothing's blowing my skirt up. So we have The Last Emperor. Um, Bertolucci is a problem human being, with, especially with the films he made. Um, Last Emperor's fine. It's got rid of Satura Vision or whatever it was called, that stupid format that you know the Jurassic World sequels ended up being in and the 2.0 to 1 or whatever it was. It's stupid. At least the 2.35 2.39 to 1 original aspect ratio which is great so you've got theatrical version in 4k the extended version on blu-ray great you know it's 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 good you've got the original soundtrack you've got extras i mean they look so like put time and money into it it's fantastic um just not for me it's it's okay um dot com for murder which is a film i've never even heard of um just yeah i'm not saying it's bad because i've not seen it um it's something I need to look into. It's Natasha Kinski, who is always decent for like B movies. Um, weirdly, it's got Roger Daltrey and Huey Lewis in it, which is but bizarre. Um, I, it's one of these weird Arrow films, you know, because it's from um, Nico, whatever, I can't remember his name. The guy did Island Death. So it's these one of these things that Arrow would just jump on because of the director. Millionaire's Express. Um, which is fun. I like Minas Express. Samo Hung is fantastic. Um, it's a good little martial arts movie. It's fantastic. Brand new 4K restoration. Um, lots and lots of extras, including a second disc with a hybrid cut. Um, it's great. It's four different versions of the film. I think one's called Shanghai Express, if I remember correctly. I can't see it written there anywhere, but I'm pretty sure one's called Shanghai Express, one of the other cuts. So I think that's how I saw it. Um, it's fine. It, it's good enough for like a nice little thing. Um, it's something I'd pick up in a cell. It's one of these things that, hey, I've got seven or eight, um, like a 10 for 10 pound deal or something where you need like to pick up another one. That's the type of thing I'd pick up in one of those deals. Um, the Vagrant, which I've never heard of. Um, cult 90s classic, apparently, from Chris Wallace, the FX Genius of Gremlins and the Fly. It's got Bill Paxton in it, Michael Ironside, Colin Camp. You know, I've I've heard of these people. I've just never heard of this film. Um, it could be something that I've seen, obviously, in a VHS rental place or something. Um, it's not ringing a bell. If I can have a look for the Vagrant 1992 VHS. Let's have a look. And see if I can recognise it for just from the cover. Because I would watch Bill Paxton films all the time back then. Um, well, that's the American cover. That is not ringing a bell with me at all. Um, if I put UK in, because I would look at all this stuff, you know, on a VHS shelf. No, I have not seen that VHS cover, like literally at all. That's weird looking. I'd been drawn to that. If I'd seen that, I'd have gone and like had a look at it. But I don't remember seeing that at all. Um. Decent extras by the looks of it. It's got a 2K restoration. It's got um, lots of stereo 2.0 audio. Fantastic. Um, there's another box set, Jalo Essentials. Um, so it's got Evelyn came, like Evelyn came out of the grave and the Ghana with the Tongue of Fire. Films I've never heard of. Um, I'm getting really bad at this, where it's like these esoteric films that the internet seems to know and love, and for some reason I've they've just passed me by, and I thought I loved all these weird little films, but Apparently not. It's just Johnny Mnemonic and Slipstream. Those are my two. 
Um, we have the Sisters Brothers, which I've been meaning to watch for a very long time, and I've got the Blu-ray, so I'm not going to jump on this 4K just because I've got the Blu-ray and I wanted to watch it and haven't. So um, I want to watch it and see if I like it. Um, I like the cast; the director's good. I just never got around to it. So it's a 4K release. It's got 5.1 audio, which it would have been originally, which is fantastic. It's got tons of extras, um, reversible sleeve, and there's a Blu-ray as well. So, you know, it's not a bad lineup. I mean, Last Emperor's got a nice box set. It's got the original art. It's got both cuts. Same with uh, Millionaire's Express with the four versions. I mean, they've done good stuff. It's just nothing that really, you know, makes me think I really need to see this. Um we have from again shout factory um the magnificent seven collects edition 4k blu-ray great so rather than mgm giving it to someone who you know know what they're doing um i'd rather it went to a kino definitely kino jesus um well they've had issues or an arrow or someone like that maybe arrow get it in the uk that'd be amazing they did a beautiful new set of the magnificent seven great if they did a box set with all the sequels on blu-ray even better i'd love that if it was ride and all the other ones and the guns and magnificent stuff i love the sequels um, i've got the dvd box set somewhere of all the sequels um it's great you know i i love magnificent seven it's absolutely fantastic but shout factory why why do they get the best films it's really annoying you must pay decent money for them and they must sell obviously because people want them um just a shame just an absolute shame. Um, so, yeah, with the main topic of this week, I wanted to um, jump in on something that inspired me when watching... Um, what's it called? Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. So, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves um, was put out by Morgan Creek and the score for it became the Morgan Creek like chime that you'd hear at the beginning of something that Morgan Creek did. It also became the Disney home video thing as well. Da, 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 that that one. Um, the minute you hear it, you think, oh, Morgan Creek production. And this opens as well. The Blu-ray of uh, the 4K opens with the Warner Brothers original logo. It's gorgeous to see that again. Like the static logo from the 90s. It's so nice. Um, yeah, so looking at um morgan creek slate now i did this when i talked about um the people um the arrow deal with disney the arrow deal the criterion deal with disney um to see you know what what i'd want to come if disney were licensing stuff out and who would like to put it out um now there are a lot of movies that they kept um when Morgan Creek parted ways with Warner Brothers. Um, and there's a lot of ones they haven't. So I'm not sure the exact list. I know a lot of them are still, you know, being moved around or whatever else. And some of them are with some companies and some with different companies and things like that. Um, they are licensing them out now, which is fantastic. Arrow have had the rights for Last of the Mohicans, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and the Ace Ventura movies for a very long time. So looking at the stuff they've put out now, I'm going to go through some stuff that I'd actually want to see, if possible. 
um, from someone like an Arrow or someone like a um, Kino or whoever else they want to license the stuff out to. It's probably going to be Arrow because Arrow have done Truromance so far. Uh, or they also had Truromance as well, sorry. Uh, Truromance and they've done Robin Hood. Um, hopefully that means we're going to get Last Mohicans with all the cuts. That'd be amazing. That's one I definitely want. Um, I love Michael Mann. He should leave things to the fuck alone. I want Last Mohicans desperately. Um, Ace Ventura, I'd buy a box set. Um, the transphobia in the first one hits a little bump now. I'm not a big fan of it, but hey, it'd be fine. Um, I'd love, love, I don't think it'll work because of the rights. I know Warner Brothers didn't have it. Um, Vestron, I think, still have the first one. I don't know who have the second one. I think it's Fox still in the UK. A Young Guns box set, that would be bliss. A massive Young Guns box set would be amazing. Um... I love those movies. I think they're great. And they're actually weirdly historically accurate, which is really strange. Um, Dead Ringers, they had. I'm pretty sure they haven't got the rights to that anymore. Um, I would like to see Nightbreed released from someone who isn't Shout, and I'd like to see both cuts. That would be fantastic. Um, most of these are Fox, though. They worked with Fox for quite a while. So Pacific Heights is a Fox movie still, I'm pretty sure. Um Exodus 3, they should be able to get because they did the Blu-ray. Um, I don't think I'd upgrade to a 4K of Exodus 3. I think the Blu-ray I've got is fine. It's got both cuts. If I want to watch Exodus 3, I'll watch that. Um, one thing I really love, this is part of Mike's 90s milieu of films he really, really loves and no one gives a shit about, um, is Free Jack, a Jeff Murphy film with Emilio Estevez, um, Anthony Hopkins and Rene Russo. It's a really bad film, but it's really fun. It's got, um, like, Mick Jagger camping it up. It's great fun. I love that film. It's great. Um, a film that is sadly, sadly forgotten, um, mainly probably because of um, Jeffrey Jones, is... Um, was it Jeffrey Jones in it? I'm pretty sure it was. I'm going to dig myself a hole here. Uh, bum, 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 bum. Yep, Jeffrey Jones, um, which is Stay Tuned, which is a Pete Himes movie. Um, that movie's great. That movie is fantastic. I've been avoiding the German Blu-ray for such a long time because it's so expensive that I was kept hoping that someone else would release it, um, like a region-free version or a lovely box set or you know some other version, and there there isn't any. It's really sad that it's kind of dead. John Ritter deserves to be, you know celebrate for the stuff he he did in it and Pete Holmes did a really good job it's a really fun film um and it's a genuine shame you can't get a decent version of it I'd love a box set from Arrow stay tuned that'd be amazing with all the different posters as well so Last of Mohicans we know about they've already got the rights to it it's co-production with set 20th Century Fox so could be an issue but I don't think it will be Tromance already out lovely and um, we talked about Ace Ventura Major League, I loved when I was a kid. I don't know if I would buy a Major League box set with like the first two, maybe. I like the first one. I think the first one probably holds up quite well still. Um, I just don't think it's a good enough film to be able to double dip on a Blu-ray or a 4K from someone like Arrow. Um, I mean, let's look at this list. They did put out some absolute garbage. Um, they did also put out... Um, Natural One Killers. Um, I'm pretty sure that's a Morgan Creek production, but I'm pretty sure also, because it's not on this list I've got in front of me, that Warner Brothers still retain the rights to that one. So it's it's a separate thing. There might have been a co-production. Um, 
what else have we got that I'd love to get? That was the one. This is the one that made me start thinking about this. I was helping someone out um, on a forum um, earlier today, and I had to get a laser disc out, which I've noticed my train spotting lasers, my criterion, has got a big crack on side A in the middle by the hub, and I'm really fucking pissed about it. I didn't do that. It didn't come like that. Somehow it's cracked out of bloody nowhere, and I don't get it. Um, but I was looking for that, and I saw a spine of one of my favourite movies. One of the last laser discs I bought brand new, which was Soldier, the Paul W.S. Anderson movie. I like that movie. And I think Warner Brothers have kind of disassociated themselves with it. Um, and even if they haven't, I'd love a box set of that. Like a really nice arrow hard box with soldiers, some really good art on the front. I reckon that deserves a reappraisal, that movie. Um, one film I really, 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 really love that everyone just doesn't give a shit about, um, which is Heist, which is David Mamet film with Gene Hackman. It is Forgotten. No one cares about it. It was released in the US. Um, it was a manufacturer on demand, I'm pretty sure, um, release. And it's it's a shame because no one really cares about that movie. It was the same as Spartan that Mamet did afterwards. Um, amazing movies, like really badass movies that didn't really go anywhere. And it's a shame because I think they deserve... A bigger audience i think they're genuinely great movies um heist especially is really clever really smart really well made really well put together you know i want some of this stuff that's languishing languishing even um in obscurity to come back i don't see why we can't get half these movies coming out i mean natural one killers in like a really lovely set with both cuts you know with the Nine Inch Nails music video reinstated, maybe, um, like the latest disc had. Um, that'd be cool if we got some of these things, but I don't think we will. And I think that the problem we have is these deals were done a very long time ago, before home video, when they thought, oh, we'll keep working with Warner Brothers forever, or we'll keep working with 20th Century Fox forever, or whatever else, you know. Um I don't see them doing it. I see them doing something like, um, what's the Dennis Hopper film they did? Chasers. Uh, that was a Warner Brothers one. It's not very good. I mean, Eric Aronayak not wearing very much in the way of clothing was pretty pretty okay, not going to lie. Um, but that's the only reason I watched it. It's probably the only reason Dennis Hopper cast her because, you know, she took her clothes off. Um, it's it's a fine little Tom Berger movie as... No one's ever said that phrase ever before in the history of ever. Um, it's it's okay for what it is. It's not something I'm going to break my back over to go and see again. Um, yeah, there's there's some real dross that they put out. Um, I mean, will they do a massive arrow box set of like the whole nine yards and the whole ten yards? Probably not. Will they do a thing of wrongly accused, the um, fugitive Pat Prof directed thing? Probably not, you know. Um but they could do something like, um, oh, what was it, The Crush? Um, they did that. White Sands, a Roger Donson movie. That's got some good moments. That's actually a pretty good little thriller. Um, you know, where would this stuff go? I mean, it's, yeah, it's more like they'll do something like a Nightbreed if someone's going to do it. What about Renegades? That's fun. The um, Is it Lou Diamond Phillips and Keith Sutherland? Um, who directed that? I can't remember his name. Um you know, there's stuff like that that would be quite cool. That's an Arrow movie. That's got Arrow written all over it. Get some new cool art on it or something like that. 
um, and people would lap it up because it's, you know, it's a fun little 90s thriller that people think is like kind of cool from the director of Nightmare on Elm Street 2. God, what was his name? I can't remember his bloody name at all. Didn't do The Hidden as well. Jack Shoulder. Yeah, he did The Hidden as well. Um, and Wishmaster 2 Evil Never Dies. <laughs> what a crap movie. Um, the first Wishmaster was all right. I saw that in the cinema. It's fine for what it is. It's not terrible. Um, the second Wishmaster was not very good. Um, yeah, I mean, can we get more of this stuff? You know, can we get these movies that have disappeared? Um, I mean, not necessarily disappeared. I mean, you could go out right now and get a copy of um, Last Mohicans. You can get it in both cuts. You can get quite a lot of stuff like that. However, that's not really what we want. I want a, you know, remastered, beautiful version of something with, you know, a director's commentary or both cuts available, especially in the case of Last Mohicans, because that was really ruined by Michael Mann being Michael Mann and not being able to leave stuff alone. I mean, I've been w- watching, actually, I did stop to watch Willow and Wednesday and a few other bits. I've been watching Tokyo Vice, um, which is based on a very spuriously true book. Um, I mean, it might actually be true, but uh, don't, don't know about that. Um about a reporter living in Japan by mega cancelled scumbag um, Ansel Elgort um, and very good Ken, Ken Watanabe and some really good cast around him, which is a shame because Ansel Elgort gets all the press for it and he shouldn't because he's probably the worst thing in it. Um, it's really good, especially if you've got a new HDR display or a really good HDR display, watch the opening credits of that in HDR in 4K. It's breathtakingly beautiful. It really push the blacks and the colour. It's really good. Um, and that's really cool. Um, and Michael Mann directed the first episode, but how long until he goes back and redirects it and puts like CGI dewbacks in the back of ground or something, or makes everyone, he falls out with someone in Japan and makes it all so it's actually set in Korea and CGI's the backgrounds out or some other bullshit, you know? He can't leave well alone. He's never been able to leave well alone. You know, we talked last time about Manhunter and stuff like that and how many 17 versions of Manhunter there are. That's what he does. That's the Michael Mann way. Um, I'd love to see both versions of that. It's the same as, like, Arrow do do this. Like, Waterworld has got, like, two versions on it. Three versions on it. True has got two versions. Robin Hood's got two versions. I want the choice, you know. And, yeah, if it's on two discs, they normally take it out. So, like, Robocop, if you get the normal version, you get theatrical, don't get theatrical, and you get director's cut. And I don't think theatrical cuts should disappear. They are valid. More valid than most director's cuts. Director's cuts are only valid. I've said this before, I'll say it again. When the director had control taken away. So if the film was recut like Blade Runner or, you know, Robin Hood's Thieves where they went back and re-edited it. Things like that, I get. That's the reason they should go and take them away. But I want the director's cuts of these movies available as well. Because there's nothing wrong with the director's cuts of these movies. Some of them are fine. Some of them are just extra shit that I don't want to see. And they're pointless. Um... But it's nice to have the choice, you know. That's why I buy some of these big box sets. It's like the Arrow Donnie Darko. Um, you only got both cuts if you bought the box set. And the director's cut isn't very good. Um, the original is amazing, obviously. But the director's cut I just don't like. So it limits your choice, and you shouldn't limit choice on these things. So, yeah. Um, let me know in the comments. Um, 
what you think about, you know, what Morgan Creek films you'd like to see or what you'd like to see go back in. Um, I do feel like a bit of a pleb with all these things of like these 90s movies I get obsessed with and like the more mainstream stuff, um, especially when watching Spencer's Indicator Pickups video today. It's like, oh, my God. I mean, I watched some clips of the Hammer um, Robin Hood movies that he picked up from Indicator, which I don't think I've seen or if I have, I haven't seen in a very long time or just bits of. And there's bits of that that seem lifted for Robin of Prince of Thieves. And you think, wow, okay, fair enough. I know they nick for Robin of Sherwood, the um, TV show. Um, but I didn't realize they stole from bits of that as well. So it's fascinating to see where these things go. But maybe I should broaden my horizons more. All I've been doing recently is recording VHSs to DVD. I did Clerks, Wayne's World, the original PAL release. And um, I actually ripped my... Italian job pal laser disc to um DVD just to try laser disc ripping and it came out pretty okay actually um just hear the original soundtrack obviously it's got pal speed up because it was a pal you know very early pal like laser disc um so that would have to be taken care of but it's just a fun little distraction but maybe I need to broaden my horizons and go out and like look at some more esoteric things I used to say watch all these German and French films and maybe I should watch more like film noir like I used to when I was younger. But for some reason, I'm getting into mainstream. I think it's just what when you get over 40 and you get older. You either go one way or the other. And I've kind of got into more mainstream basic stuff. Um, yeah, so that's show for today. So if you have any Morgan Creek favorites or anything you'd like to see put out by someone like Arrow, who've got to deal with them apparently, then let me know. And um, until next time, it's Mike saying I'll see you again.